there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Get full access to everything we do here at v Daily picks at a glance recap made by v host and guest 24-7 video. The season prep with the weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. 175 through the Super Bowl. Everything we do, v Pro. 175 or 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription. Bet smarter all year long. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's going to be a crazy week, I'll tell you that. We have, as of now, we have nine home dogs. That could get as high as 11. We'll see what happens in the Green Bay game and with Atlanta. And this is, welcome to the NFL. There's only one game Sunday where 2-0 plays 2-0. It's week three. That's, you think about that. Come on, man. We always one get game. more than that. Yeah, one game where 2-0 plays 2-0. It's the Buffalo-Miami game. So there's going to be some uh, crazy stuff that happens. We'll do a little bit later in the show. But with Survivor and who do you use, and who, a lot of stuff's going to go down because a lot of teams that could be popular, there's you have to save them. There's better opportunities coming up. And, uh, you know, who do you trust? And, I, again, I think we're, we're going to be under 1,000 uh, by the time we talk to Mike Palm in less than two weeks. So what you just said reminds me – a lot of week one, right? How many home, Ten dog- home dogs? Ten men. All hell broke loose. Nine now. Could get up to 11, potentially. It, it depends on uh, where these numbers go on yep. the small favorites right now. All right, so the Chiefs are playing at the Colts. Again, this number touched seven for a bit. Chiefs pretty much five and a half now and 50 and a half everywhere. And Rex Byers is a bookmaker at Play Up USA. 
He told Patrick Everson this week, who's a uh, sports betting reporter, quote, my power rating makes this game Chiefs minus six, but there's an all-star team of wise guys on the dog at plus six and a half and six, and that's why the game is five and a half. An all-star team of wise guys. And he, Rex is a guy who told me early in the week that every single sharp person in Colorado, and I think another state too, all over the Colts, and he couldn't get any buyback on the Chiefs at all. Which mm-hmm. is like, how many books are how, how many books can say that this week? Yeah, probably not many. Well, I, I wish him the best of luck. I can't get there with Matt Ryan. As I said Monday, I think it's over for him. Hot dog arm, nothing on the ball. Now you get key guys back. They do, yes. But again, you have all this time off for Kansas City as well. So it's kind of like a mini buy for Kansas City. And Andy Reid's awesome with time to prepare. Uh, the Colts still plus one twenty to make the playoffs. Think about that. But scored the fewest points in the league. Can they get Taylor going? And then you're going against this freight train offense. And they're Kansas City's nine for nine in the red zone with seven touchdowns. Mahomes 199 passes without an interception. They've just been dialed in offensively in what they're doing. And it wasn't great against the Chargers. They they were fortunate to win that game, but it certainly beats what's going on with Indy. And I know you now you can question Reich and what's going on there as well. But it's kind of they've been playing games with this when it was three, and then the Colts looked so bad and then got to seven and now coming back down. But they're going with kind of like the seasons on the line here. And it's nothing new for the Colts to get off to slow starts for whatever reason. No matter the quarterback, it continues to happen that they get off to slow starts, and, and we'll see if they turn it around. Um, and, and certainly uh, being this bad division, you see the alt-win total, or excuse me, the, the updated win total, yeah. what it's at now, seven and a half. But uh, – I, I can't get there. I can't. I can't. At this stage of his career, and what I've seen in the first two weeks, I can't say give me Matt Ryan. I do like the fact that they're going to be getting. Uh, you know, the, the, he had nobody to throw the ball to last week. Yes. But I, I, my concerns are also with the offensive line, and again, the overall game plan of how do you not make Jonathan Taylor like the number one guy? And I get it when you dig a hole, you're not going to come back in games running the ball a lot. Guy had nine carries last week. He's the best running back in football. I don't care. Nine carries, fine. Get him more touches. Find a way to get the ball. And I know Hines is also really good as a receiving. Play them both at the same exact time. Um, change it up a little bit here. Because I, I'll tell you, I'd like to have the Colts plus seven in pocket. This uh, To me, it would be the yeah. spot to buy extremely low on this team. Because it was three, three and a half for the entire summer. And then uh, there's this. Again, Steve Mackinnon at vcin.com. Great numbers this week as always. Winless teams after two weeks are only 17, 31, and one straight up. But... They are 65.3% ATS, 32-17, and 17, when playing as a dog of three and a half points or more in week three. That goes all the way back to 2010. Um, and maybe may, may by week eight, may, week 12, week 16, whatever, you're going to be proven right, and it's just like, my God, the writing was on the wall in the first two weeks, and Matt Ryan was shot. Or maybe it's a blip on the radar, too, and you can get the ball into Pittman's hands. I, I tell you, though, I mean, that first, the three quarters in Houston, too, before... Houston gave that game away. They were terrible in that game as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the desperation angle, even though you got the tie. But, uh, man, I can't get there with the Colts. And uh, good luck to everyone who bet them. But the other thing has been this underrun that the Colts are on, too, which uh, which uh, is kind of odd. But I guess it goes back to the suspect quarterback play we saw last year, too, uh, what they've had. It's seven, did you bring that up? Seven straight unders? Seven, yeah. How okay. about that? They've also lost 10 straight games as a home dog. Now, how can that be? That's, that, that's, that, I, that's a triple take. That's like Clay Helton bad at USC. Yes. That's bizarre. 
Or no, I think Helton was when he was a favorite, actually. Right. I got, I got a flip there, but uh, that's not good from Reich. Mm-hmm. As a home dog, you've lost 10 straight outright. Jesus, man. Uh, can you get there with the Lions? They actually moved on to five and a half at one spot or multiple spots yesterday. The Vikings have won eight of nine in the series. Yes, they have. But the Lions have covered four straight divisional games. They've also played four straight overs. And uh, look, I mean, the total is 52 and a half. If we have fireworks across the board on this game on Sunday again, yeah, how can you be surprised? Yeah, well, I think Minnesota gets right here and gets back to what we saw early on in the Green Bay game. And I think it's a, one of the best home field advantages in sports. Uh, I could see the backdoor cover coming with Detroit. But Detroit second in points, third in rushing. But again, it goes back to Glenn and what I didn't like on hard knocks. And again, what we watched last year. But so far, it's been ugly. 30th in total defense, 31st in points per game allowed, 27th in pass defense, 26th in rushing defense. I I think Minnesota's going to get right. Jefferson has a big game and all the comments coming out of Minnesota. We like how uh, the coaching staff reacted after the loss. No one going crazy. And uh, it's right. I mean, Cousins was just horrendous. Throwing it up for grabs and, and horrible interceptions. You are correct. It's a different game if Irv Smith catches that touchdown. So this will be a very popular survivor play. I will have the Vikings in survivor, and I think the Vikings win. And I, I think it could, actually could. Well, here's the thing about Goff, and, and he's done a nice job. He's, I think he's going to turn the ball over. And I, and what does what's realistic for Swift on the ground here too? Oh, against I, Minnesota. Oh, big. You think so? Oh, absolutely. After yeah. what happened, the Vikings were terrible Monday night. They're, they're last. You can just put that film on and say, what are we doing here? Donatel says we're not going to panic. We, we know what we, you know, we'll be okay, but that's, you think he gets 100? Well, here's the thing. He's, he's still going to be splitting carries. Yeah. But I think overall, the Lions rush. I think the Lions can have 400 yards in this game against the Vikings. Defense. I think this is, okay. I think this is a game where Goff struggles, though, too. I mean, I think he, again, he's a perfect example of keeping both teams in the game and why I think Detroit's going to be an over team the whole season. I'll tell you what, though, that, uh, St. Brown, that kid, how do you not love him? Oh, sure. With the right. tear that he's on right now, this, this is legit with him. And uh, we played that soundbite early, early in the week, playing with an edge like that. He doesn't forget. You, you, I didn't watch Hard Knocks. You watched Hard Knocks. He's the same exact way. Yep. He's just rattling people off who were selected in front right. of him. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think the Vikings are going to have an answer for yeah. him. But there's to me, Jefferson is going to have a monster game here because of the matchups. The Lions have nobody to slow him down. And it should be Cousins to Jefferson all day long here. It should be. And the other thing is they love Campbell. Uh, but now I want to see how they manage ex- expectations here. And I mean, they don't win a lot of games there. Three wins last year. Now, people patting you on the back, and you got a big win. You were favored for the first time in 24 games, and I want to see how they respond too. I and mean, you're right, Minnesota's had their number, and especially at home. Mm-hmm. Now, that was a weird game last year where they had to get the last second field goal to win, but they also fumbled the ball late and they blew a comfortable lead. So Detroit's had all kinds of problems, whether it was the Metrodome or, or the uh, the new stadium. Uh, are you also going to use the Eagles on a survivor play? No, I will not. Okay. No. This, I, this division game on yesterday. The, this is getting out of control. Oh. Absolutely. But I tell you, there's, st- there's stuff here for Hurts, okay? And that's does Hurts have a big game? Because I was not aware of this, but there was good stuff here. We're telling the story of how, how uh, Wentz treated him in 2020. Wentz would huddle up with his pals, Sudfeld, and the quarterback coach and ignore Hurts. Quote, it was like you were back in high school with the cool kids table and the nerds table. Carson was the captain of the cool kids table. He'd treat Jalen, one of the best guys you'd ever want to meet, like he wasn't there. Jalen would come in, do his work, kept his head down, paid attention. The other guy wasn't about to lift a finger to help him. It made us all laugh because he just got a boatload of cash. Why was he so insecure 
about Jalen. And the part of the problem was everyone liked Jalen. Not so much the other guy. Yeah. So that, that's something bulletin board for Hurts. And the other, well, he was so good on Monday night. I don't think he's going to do that again. He, the kid was phenomenal. 17 to 20 through the air and what he did on the ground at 250 yards. But again, a divisional game, short week. This is another uh, one. You, you got to love to read that. You got to love to see that's that. That's awesome. Absolutely right? it is. He knows he can't stand this guy and how he treated him. Yeah. And to your point about like, hey, the, uh, on the Lions, now they're winning. They're hearing good things. So are the Eagles. A lot of preseason hype. Right, right. People are talking about the best team in the NFC. Yeah. Nick Sirianni, their head coach, talked about that and said, you can't listen to the praise or the criticism. Obviously, people are telling us how good we are now, right? And people, you know, whether it was last year at this time, and people are telling us how bad we were, right? When you truly are in the moment of where you are and focusing on what you have to do for that day, people can tell you whatever they want. Your, your job today is to do this and not to skip any steps. And, okay, if we're as competitive as we say we are in this room and as we preach in this room, then I don't care if you're 2-0, 0-2, if you won 24-7, to if you lost 7-24, to you're going to come out and want to take that guy's, the, the guy you're playing's heart away from him this next game. He's saying the right thing. That's very good. He's a good coach. And the other thing, there'll be, like I said earlier, there'll be plenty of Eagle fans there. there is, this is, there's no home field advantage here. But what's what is going on with that organization? Plenty of Philly fans will, will be at that game. Total 47 and a half. Defense was great. I know. Uh, but that's I put yeah. Went so far. Yeah. Been pretty good as well. Afternoon games down. coming up next. How about this for maybe a survivor play? They've lost 18 consecutive road games. Does that continue? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core... What I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. 
is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Support the sponsors and support First Bet because this is an incredible opportunity to win their free sweepstakes, the trip to Santa Anita, October 6th through the 9th. VSEN.com slash horses. VSEN.com slash horses, the ultimate prize package. Airfare, hotel, tickets to the races, plus a $1,000 betting voucher from First Bet. You'll make money, I guarantee it, because you get to hang out with Jeff Siegel. VSEN.com slash horses. Thank you to First Bet. Is this going to be like the Bears game a couple years ago? Otherwise, the beer, this fictitious beer is going to be on you? <laughs> no, if I'm here, it's good, right? <laughs> okay. I thought Paul would help me out with the voucher, with the drink ticket, but they, you know, we couldn't coordinate that. Uh, okay. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, Jags at the Chargers. Oh, boy. All right. Chargers oh. lanes. Bring out the big board, Here Paul. we go, Time boys. for the big board. Yep. They're Let's lane go. seven. Let yep. me give you this. It, so is it a consideration right now for you to play yes. in Survivor? The Jaguars have lost 18 consecutive road games. Bingo. They've lost 18 in a row on the road. That's right. The Chargers have owned Jacksonville, but as we as we're here right now, the uncertainty about Herbert is huge. I don't know about Allen, and we don't know about Herbert. They got better news yesterday. You are not putting a, a ticket in on Chase Daniel. You can't do it. So, point so you have then. to wait until yep. the last yes. second. But also, if you look here, why I'm not crazy about using them, you have so many opportunities here with the Chargers. I mean, look, uh, now you're not going to use them probably on the road next week against Houston. You saw what happened. But you have Seattle at home. You have Atlanta still left on the schedule. You have, you have so many opportunities, Tennessee later on. You have so many opportunities to use the Chargers and better chances and opportunities. It's like I said, you asked me about the Eagles. No way, no how. They play Jacksonville at home next week. What have we said all year? Boy, is that a joke schedule for Philadelphia. Yep. So I'm not using them on the road in a division game. But as also you said uh, earlier in the week, Next week, 12 games with a spreads two and a, a three and a half or fewer. So this is a tough week. But here, I can't, I, I can't use the Chargers based on what's still left on the schedule and other opportunities and other teams that I'm, I'm looking at. And this is where you're going to have to step out. You have to take some chances now in this thing. And I'm no survivor expert. I know I'm, I'm new to this. But still, this is, this is where you have to take chances in the next couple of weeks because you don't have a lot of opportunities. And there are, what, uh, nine, nine home dogs this week. You have to avoid the team that blows a 13-point lead with a minute and a half to go. That's what you have to See? avoid when See? you take a chance. Right. So I know. It's just it's been a crazy season. The other thing is with the Vikings, then you don't have the Vikings for Thanksgiving night if you use the Vikings. That's right. But to me, it seems a good opportunity coming off the loss and you get Detroit at home, who you've owned. But uh, it's tough. But as, as Dustin has said and other people, live for today. Who knows what the hell's going to happen? This is like uh, who, who knows if we get the Thanksgiving. It's it's been carnage so this, far. This is a new segment here, kind of like uh, Jimmy the Greek. What are you? Uh, are you like Norwegian? I'm, I'm I'm everything. What do you got? And you're not everything, but what do you got? I got a lot in there. Yeah, yeah. Little Nor- Polish, little German, little, little Norwegian. Polish. Yeah, little, so mixed pa- bag. So that we could call little this Italian. Pa- we could call this Polly the Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> Bust out the, the board, chalkboard, see what you like. 
Uh, the Chargers have played 11 straight September games to the under. They've covered nine straight versus Jacksonville, to your point of this team owning them. Right. It's, just, it's, a, it's a joke when they go on the road, how bad it's been. What do you yeah. want to do with the Packers yeah. and Bucks game? Uh, everybody's hurt for the Buccaneers. Yeah. Yeah, again, you, we're on very early here, but you need to pay attention for sure to the uh, injury report today for Tampa. But there's also this. Yeah. The following Packers wide receivers did not practice yesterday. Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson. From what I was reading, it was just like maybe like a day of rest for them or some of them anyway. But I don't know. Pay t- look at that again today. I know. That's, uh, if everyone's healthy, I'm going to take Green Bay. If everyone's good to go, right? And the ship has sailed on the total as it's come crashing it down. Can Tampa Bay continue this defensively with the sacks as their number one and forcing the turnovers? Maybe, but it won't, it won't be Sunday. Rodgers doesn't turn it over. And I don't think they will uh, harass him and put a lot of pressure there on him. There is this, though. Although it was you know, what happened uh, last time they went to Tampa. It was ugly. But this, it, just, this, there's no – if all these guys are out for Tampa, I don't see how they're going to move the ball against a, a, a good and improved Green Bay defense. Well, let's hear from the GOAT then. Tom Brady talked about that exact thing this week. They need to score more points. The only way to score is to do things you know, better and more consistently over the course of the drive all the way down in the red area and then ultimately put the ball in the end zone. So – Settling for field goals, you're not going to score a lot of points. You got to be good in the red area. But in order to be good in the red area, you got to be good on third down. In order to be good on third down, you got to be good on first and second down. In order to be good on first and second down, you need good, you know, play by your special teams and, you know, to get good field position. And then you need good defensive football. So it's a complimentary game. And I think as we keep going throughout the course of the season, obviously the goal is to score as many points as we can. And, um, you know, we know that we're going to have to do a better job than what we've done. And, you know, we're going to work hard to get there. I will say that if the Buccaneers were close to being fully healthy, I would like them because we just this defense would, to me, completely shut right. down the Green Bay offense. And Rodgers has had a house of horrors in certain spots, right? It doesn't go well for him in Minnesota usually. Southern California. It doesn't go well for him on the West Coast or San Francisco. Well, that's true, I guess. Right? Then, yeah, right. And his, his struggles in the state of Florida, are they barely survived yeah. Jacksonville a couple years ago in Week 1. They got murdered in Jacksonville last year against the Saints. In week one, and they played. They, I mean, they were up what seven nothing or ten nothing against the Buccaneers last time they played, and they lost. They got outscored like thirty eight points the rest of the way. And he did. He threw a he did throw a pick six. That's in right. That game. You're right. But that's uh, until they get these guys back and they can show something offensively. No way. That was ugly Sunday. Ugly. That's again. That's three three with ten minutes left yeah. till the phantom call. They right. were going to punt. I, yeah, I think they probably should have lost that game. And, it, and, every, and they're saying the right things, and we understand it's going to be a work in progress and take time with these wide receivers, but I think they'll do enough offensively. And I think, I think they'll win this game at just a, a mass unit right now with Tampa. Have you done anything with the Falcons-Seahawks game? This was a pick yesterday. It still is at some spots. Now Seahawks are one total is 41.5 or 42. I bet Falcons plus 110 on the money line. I like the fact they stayed on the West Coast. I, I, I yes. like what I've seen so far from the team offensively. Yes. And for six quarters now in a row, the Seahawks have done nothing. And now the Falcons' defense, very shaky, right? So maybe Geno Smith comes out and have you know looks pretty decent. But also I ran down how I actually like the running attack. Uh, Carroll said they need to run the ball more to be effective and win games. Last time he did this, like good example, 2010, and they blew up the next two weeks with the running game. Did really really well. So, but I just I think the Falcons are a better football team than Seattle. Got to give Smith credit. He's done a nice job, and I know he's. Uh, Likes to walk off, fly off the handle with some of the questions with the media. Right. But this is, again, I, this is very impressive to me. They're averaging 26 a game, and they faced New Orleans and the Rams. And they didn't quit last week either. I mean, they were getting blown out. Next thing you know, they have the ball with a chance to win. So, 
as I've said many times, I'm, I'm a fan of Mariota, and he's played well. And to, to, the point is, what if what if they start to incorporate and get Pitts involved with as solid as London has played in the running game with Patterson? Yep. Then you have something there. And you're right. It has been ugly since the first half of Monday night when Geno started hot. They've done nothing, and they haven't scored on offense. So I, I think they'll, uh, you know, contains the right word, but slow down Geno, and I think they'll get the road win. Of uh, all the games that we have on Sunday, I'm actually pretty excited about watching that game. Probably because of various bets that I have on it, but yeah. also like it's going to be a sports book kind of day on Sunday to yeah. watch all these games. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what I, I tell you what I bet yesterday based on going to the website and reading everything. I, I, I guess we knew this going on, but oh, McVeigh, McVeigh has owned Arizona. Yes, he has owned them ten and one uh, against Arizona last eleven, and how solid he's been ATS as well. And I, you always have to like when a team's coming off a win, but the coach can scream at you because of the meltdown. Sure, what they had. They looked great. So did Stafford early on. And then Bad Stafford showed up, and they, they got complacent, and they made some stupid plays, and the block punt and the special teams got him, and the defense gave too much up as well. And then you also have Arizona coming. That's another one, right? Much like the Jets. How do they react? They had no business winning that game. It's 20 to nothing at halftime. Every fourth down play went their way. Yeah. Roadrunner took over. So it just the Rams have owned them. McVay has owned Arizona, and uh, I, I bet the Rams. And I, I laid the points. Yeah, I don't blame you. They're they're a much better football team than I Arizona. Agree. I agree. And Arizona, by the way, zero and six ATS last six in the stadium. So again, oh right. I mean, they are a much better team uh, on the right. road. Incredible road record they than have. they are at home. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we'll spend more time on the Sunday night game coming up a little bit later on. We've talked about it a lot so far this week. But the 49ers are now no surprise here, right? Uh, we talked about this on Monday. We were stunned. The Broncos opened up the favorite in this game against the 49ers. 49ers now favored. Um, the uh, eight of the last nine for the 49ers have stayed under. They've also covered six of their last seven games. And to piggyback what you said on Monday, this should be an absolute coaching mismatch. I, if on Monday morning when we come in and we're yep. talking about how Hackett held his own, or you know Shanahan did not outcoach him, I will be surprised because this guy Shanahan is a great NFL head coach. He's got a lot of experience, and Hackett so far has been as bad as it gets through two games that I've ever seen. I mean, so yes, it can it can correct itself a little bit, but this is just not fair right now. You're going up against Kyle Shanahan in a game that you have to have. If you're the Bron- you you need to snap out of this funk if you're the Broncos. Let me say that. Right. In over his head, and it could backfire that they hired a guy just to try to lure Rodgers in and uh doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So that's until they prove that they can look like a competent offense and an organization, at least what they're doing offensively. No way, no how. It is absolutely a coaching mismatch Sunday night. Are the 49ers favored if Trey Lance didn't get hurt? Uh, but I guess it depends how things played out against uh, how the Seattle. How the game played out against Seattle, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Don't see who, I don't see who's scoring, though, either. I mean, I think I think the total's too high in the Sunday night game. Yeah. 45-46. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Adam Chernoff on the program coming up next, NFL handicapper. He was nails on Aaron Jones and Christian McCaffrey last week. Who does he like in week three? Coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. It's your go to book. Every line, boost, and special. Lace it up for week three with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance. That's every Sunday all season long. 
Build a parlay of at least four legs. If it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday night and get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game. Great house specials at BetRivers. All right, uh, Adam Chernoff joins us every Friday throughout the football season. Covers.com, he is the senior strategist there and also the Simple Handicap podcast that he does every day throughout the football season. Adam, good morning. Thanks for the time. Great call by you last week on Aaron Jones with the rushing props. Uh, He led the league, in fact, in rushing yards last week. What's your angle with Jones this week as the team travels at Tampa Bay? Yeah, and I got a couple of messages from people that listened to the segment. They were able to actually take that prop for the week. So good on everyone who went a little bit further and took it. I like him this week as I do the Packers again, like we talked about on Tuesday. But I like Aaron Jones this week receiving yards over 27 and a half. I think we're going to see him get more snaps and more routes run than A.J. Dillon. But matched up against the Buccaneers, who have White as a linebacker in coverage, uh, so far this season, as well as last season, too, just a massive liability in coverage. And he gets the matchup against a lot of the running backs. So as the Packers continue to get more comfortable with these rookie wide receivers, as they start to get their offensive line healthier, Jones becomes sort of the focal point of this offense, really like his matchup against his Buccaneers defense. So his receiving yards, still sort of what we've seen it for the first two weeks of the year. I think it's a touch low this week, over 27 and a half for me on that one. Okay. I can't wait for this Miami game on Sunday. Now the Bills have beat them seven in a row. Are the Bills just going to run through everybody here and what they've done so far to start the season? Uh, and, and how does my – now let's not forget Miami was down 21 in the fourth quarter before Tua took over, and how do they respond after everyone's been pumping their tires all week? I think this, from side and total, this is a, a great handicap and an interesting handicap. Do you agree? Really good handicap and a really good game that's going to have a lot of people divided. So I think what you said stands out a lot. Miami was trailing by three touchdowns. They come back, but that's largely due to all of the offensive talent that they have that's really getting them bet on by a lot of professional batters so far through the first two weeks. I mean, everybody wants a piece of this Miami team because of the speed that they have at wide receiver. And coming into the year, there was a really big concern by some people who I know who are really smart with film and watching um, how teams prepare in their scheme. And they were saying, basically, I don't know if the running game is going to be there. And those same people after two weeks were like, ah, it doesn't matter. I mean, this team can pass <laughs> so they have so much speed. I mean, guys are running wide open. And where that's really interesting this week, Jordan Poyer is going to play from everything that I'm hearing. But the starting safety and then the other two starting cornerbacks for Buffalo, very unlikely to play, which means it's going to be two rookies at cornerback one and two for the bills, along with a backup safety against these receivers for Miami. And so that's really the matchup is, can they exploit that more than this Buffalo bills offense can exploit the Miami secondary, which has injuries too, But you have Buffalo paying the premium, laying the five and a half points. So this is a really interesting matchup. The injury report comes out in about two and a half hours time. That'll give you the final answer on the Bills secondary, and we'll see this number move. Okay. Is this the week that the Bengals show up and look like the team that made it to the Super Bowl? If not now, when, right? Now it's up to six. Are they going to protect Burrow, and can they get right against the Jets' defense? 
it has to be this week. Like you said, if it's not this week, then we've got real trouble because the big issue for Cincinnati so far this season has been pressure getting to the offensive line, but just Burrow's anticipation of it. His eyes keep dropping his feet in the pocket are all over. Everything's uncomfortable for this Bengals offense, but I think we have to give them a little bit of a pass because they played the Dallas Cowboys, a team very effective up front at generating pressure. And they played the Pittsburgh Steelers, another defense that's really good at generating pressure. This week they play the Jets. The big difference there, through two weeks, New York 24th in pressure rate, so it's much easier. But when we go a little bit deeper, the average time to pressure for the Jets' defensive front is the fourth slowest in the NFL. So if everything's a little bit quicker for the Bengals and Burrow so far this year because of the new offensive line pieces, because of the pressure he's anticipating, this week should be very different because the Jets are so much slower and such a drop back in how effective they are at generating pressure than what they the first two weeks. I think this offense for Cincinnati looks a lot more comfortable this week against a much easier opponent, so I'm happy to lay that number with the Bengals right now at 6. Very good breakdown. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest, Covers.com, and also the Simple Handicap Podcast. You can listen, subscribe, download that wherever you get your podcast. Uh, we are both on Atlanta Moneyline in this game. I brought something up earlier in the show where Pete Carroll said this week that we need to, to establish the run more than we've been doing. Does that bode well for us liking Atlanta in this game? I think any time you can get Pete Carroll saying he wants to run more, that bodes well for the opponent in almost every case. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I was happy to see that. Happy to be on Atlanta on the money line here. I think this is a really good look for a team that, while they have yet to get in the win column, they've been very competitive, especially offensively for the first two weeks. Arthur Smith is kind of at a tipping point here for the season. You fall to 0-3 with the schedule they have. That's going to be a tough thing to come back from. But I like to sort of look here with with Atlanta because they haven't yet got the best from their offensive player through the first two weeks. And offensively, they've been around 18th in the league for overall efficiency, while Seattle's getting just Ridiculous performances out of Geno Smith, and they can't even move the ball across midfield. So they're going to end up running the football more. That's going to shorten things even more so on their offensive side against the Falcons team that I think just has the better offense. I think they have the better head coach in this matchup, and I think they have the better quarterback as well. So all those things in a pick em game, I'm pretty happy to take Atlanta here. All right, I agree with all that. Uh, does Minnesota get right, and does the offense – look like what we expected to and get healthy against a bad Detroit defense? I'm not putting a lot of sort of emphasis on that Monday night game, nor am I going out of my way to downgrade Minnesota that much. I think that was honestly just a bad game and a bad game plan against a very, very good opponent. And people are betting Detroit so far this season like they are much better than they are, in my opinion. In week one, again, a lot of their offense came from trailing, falling way behind, being able to come back, and looking really good when defenses are playing off. Last week, yeah, they had a great first half against Washington. I don't rate Washington that high overall outside of their offense. I think their defense is one of the worst units in the league. And so that was kind of their their outburst that everybody's looking at. I just I don't know if I'd buy Detroit 
especially on the defensive side, which is just so bad. They're letting guys run wide open. And this is a huge matchup disadvantage for them against this Vikings offense, which I can't help feel is a little bit suppressed after what we saw Monday. This game was supposed to open right around minus eight was the look ahead line before the Monday night game started. Now we're all the way on the other side of seven. I think it just moved too far and we're acting a little bit too much to the Lions win and the Vikings loss kind of sets up the Minnesota here at a cheaper price at home. So right. I'll lay the six with Minnesota. Okay, about a minute left here, Adam. You also like the Cowboys uh, to win the game outright against the Giants on Monday night? I do. Uh, and then again, this is just playing off of a, a Giants team that has overperformed so far this season. Adjusted points. You guys know I'm a huge box score guy. Look back, recreate it, try to understand who overperformed, who underperformed. Giants are 2-0. and No team has a worse adjusted point differential than the New York Giants through two weeks. Shows how much they've overperformed. I don't think they should be laying points to anybody. Home field here is implying that they still are, even after the movement. I don't buy it. So Dallas on the money line, uh, worth the look for me. Even with Cooper Rush at QB, they're getting Gallup back. This is a team that I think is just better than the Giants. Excellent, as always. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Adam Chernoff. Thanks for the time, as always, pal. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, guys. Chat to you soon on Tuesday. Yep. Thanks, Adam. Go. Be good. Okay. There you go. And the Aaron Jones stuff last week. Oh, so good. Plenty of books have that. So that was a great call. They do, yep. And that, uh, yep. Yep. So he brought up the rushing yards last week. Then we kicked around the idea of him leading the uh, league in rushing yards. This week, Aaron Jones over 27 and a half receiving yards. He said it's a slow week for him for props. Which, if you don't see anything that you like, right. nothing standing out, then don't force it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, good. Good breakdowns there from Adam. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, we are also on Twitter at Live, at Mitch Moss Radio, and at Paulie Howard. Up next, uh, we will get into a segment we like to call, Are We On Something or Onto Something? It never hurts to pick up the phone to see if a player is available. Would this be completely nuts? We'll kick it around next on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, they had some huge wins. A player bet 80 cents and won 147000 on Divine Fortune. Another player bet $8 and won 50000 on Divine Fortune. Download the DraftKings Casino app today. New customers get their choice of either deposit bonus up to $2,000 or $50 in free credits when you deposit $25 signing up. So download the DraftKings Casino app and use the code VSIN. VSIN to claim this offer. Got to be 21 casino.draftkings.com for full details. Paulie, on the heels of last night's loss by the Steelers, now dropping to 1 and 2. They went hurry up in like tempo uh, for the first half, then it kind of changed in the second half. Uh, if you haven't already bet Offensive Rookie of the Year, you are running out of time to add Kenny Pickett or even Malik Willis into your account. Am I on something or onto something there? Uh, okay, I'll go with the latter there. Uh, Willis, yes. I, I don't. Th- I don't see anything that's going to change if they make a quarterback change to Pickett. And uh, to me, the problem is also uh, scheme and play calling at Pittsburgh. But th- th- you might have something there with Willis because it was it was ugly on Monday night. Mm-hmm. And if you factor in what Paul Charchian, fantasy expert told us yesterday that it could be over for Henry, then it just you, you might as well throw him in there and see what the kid can do. Not that they were high on Tannehill anyways because of how the season ended last year. Sure. And he is off to a rough start. So well, I would also say my uh, my biggest concern maybe for the whole pick and angle is I don't think Tomlin is going to pull the trigger on this. He said so last night after the game. Right. And not not with, you're not going to throw him in there. With the schedule that's coming up for him. I would agree with it's that. It's brutal after the Jet game. Yeah, I, I don't think that, I mean, once we see Kenny Pickett, I think at earliest yep. we're going to, it's going to be like week, whatever that is, after the bye week, middle of the season. I don't think he makes yeah. that move this week or next week or anytime soon. Yeah, a little bit of both there. Am I on uh, Am I on something or on to something? I'm going to use, I'm thinking about using the Bengals in Survivor. Well, you have, you're definitely on to something, right? Because again, this week, what are the other choices that you have? Minnesota, do you, do you Chargers. Want, you can but, do Minnesota, but you have how many picks left? Three. Three. Okay, well then, are you going to use them? Are you talking about all three? Or are no, you going to no, split no, it up no, a little no, bit? Just okay. One, just one. Look, well, considering how the season has gone so far. 
No, I understand how, that. how bad they've looked. I yeah. But I mean, we just talked to Adam Chernoff. He made the great case not only, yep. I mean, to win the game, but he likes him to cover the spread. I mean, the, if Burrow can't snap out of the offensive funk against this team, then it's going to be a long, long year, evidently, for Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, because you have to get right against the Jets' defense. You might kiss the, you'll kiss the playoffs goodbye, too. You can't. If you lose this game. I don't think you use the Eagles this week. No, but what do can't. I know? No. I lost, and I'm already out. God, come on. Look at this now. Come on. Here the we go. Eagles. Look at all the opportunities with the Eagles. Jacksonville at home next week. Pittsburgh at home. Washington at home. Tennessee at home. Too many, uh, way too many opportunities. You even go to Chicago, which I know I don't want to play road teams, but there's way too many opportunities with the Eagles. Can't use them in a road division game. Maybe I should ask you the Chargers because you don't know the status of uh, if nine and zero ATS against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's lost 18 in a row on the road, as you mentioned. 18 and two ATS at home against the AFC South. Well, you That's need another to, one, but you, you don't. You gotta you gotta wait till uh, yeah. Herbert. That's the thing. I can't give you an answer on the Chargers until later on yep. today when yep. we find out maybe a little bit more with the injury report. Uh, am I on something or on to something? I bet Tua earlier this week 27 to one to lead the league in passing yards for the season. He's on top right now, Ooh. and you have to love his coach and the weapons that they have provided for him. On to something. Yeah. Hill, 19 receptions. Waddle, 16 receptions. What if the... Uh, the I know bi- what, they didn't look good in week one. What if the Bills' but, secondary is right. banged up this week, like Adam was just telling us, and the injury yeah. report says, and he goes for 350 again today. Do you know who's number two in passing yards right now? It's two weeks, so... Goff? Carson Wentz. Really? Yeah. You and I had a tug of war on Wentz That's versus Ryan. Yes, we did. You got mad at me. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I was mocking you behind okay. your back, along yeah. with a lot of other people. That I'm not going to tell you, but I'm not going to name names. But uh, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. But you're so The far... Matt Ryan love affair is ridiculous. The guy's had one great year. He's a compiler. Well, I challenge you because was... I, I think Carson Wentz well, sure, was. Sure, that was fair. Well, how it ended. Who could forget the Jacksonville game? Yeah. But that's, he's, he's, been, he's been solid. Ryan has yeah. not. Absolutely. No, you have something there. That, that's a good price. This might be live, you think? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Sure. All right. Uh, I would pick up the phone to see what the Falcons would want in return for tight end Kyle Pitts. On something, on to something. Oh, boy, you're selling low. Oh, boy. What are you going to You know what I would on do? On something. What are you going to get for him? Yeah, well, first, what would you get for him? I don't know. I, would call, I know he's got a ton of talent they, and he's a star, but I They never use be. the guy. I know. They I never know the, throw him the ball. I would be very active, but this is just me. I would be, if I was ever a GM, I would be super aggressive in any sport, right? I would pick up the phone and just say, Hey, uh, you know, I was thinking we got like a middle of second round pick maybe coming up next year. Anything there? I'll give you a second round pick for Pitts and I'll throw in like a fifth rounder know. two years from now. That's a question for Lombardi. I don't even know what the market is. I would, and, and, I would and, offer and that I, for him though. Okay. And I, then, I, I told you be careful on Matt Ryan, but you did say this. Why would you, if you go back to the draft, you said, why would Atlanta take him? It never made any sense to me. Too many needs. And that's, the, and they, I just, I'm, I, I, that's why I said I'm looking forward to that game. For many reasons. First of all, I have Kyle Pitts in 15 fantasy leagues. That's an exaggeration, but you got to understand my point. And if they don't throw him the ball a little bit more, I, I mean, I'm going to be pulling my hair out. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to do a TikTok video on this because I'm going to be bald when I come in on Monday. Your dream scenarios could be in play. Kittle and, and Pitts on the same team. Oh, that was just sh- shut luck. it down. Shut it down. It's over with then. Three people in the last week have told me that they've been hit by a driver who ran a red light here and they were T-boned. Am I on something or onto something? Las Vegas has the worst drivers. Well, this will. Well, you, uh, you see how they behave when it rains. Here's the thing: it does. It, regardless, any where any 
you could be listening in Knoxville, Tennessee right now. Okay. You could be listening in some small part of California or anywhere. You're going to tell us where you live. It's the worst drivers in the country because that's what you see every single day. And no drivers, like, no, there's not, there's not going to be a single person that says, hey, I live in Toronto. Right. Let me tell you, the drivers are amazing here. Okay. Like, that is, doesn't exist. Well, but from my travels and uh, living in different cities, the Las Vegas is the, by far the worst. It's un- I've heard Miami horror stories down stories down there. Whatever other it's big cities, bad, right? This is unbelievable. What happens in Las Vegas? They're very aggressive in Los Angeles on the highways. I I, I think it's I think driving in L.A. is heavenly compared to Las Vegas. Wow. Other than being stuck in gridlock, I don't Come like on. that part. But I'm talking they're about bad. when they're you- bad. There's yeah. also here. There's something too. How long? The light stains red while you get people who are like, I'm not sitting through. And they, they run the yellow and they run the oh, it's red. brutal. I mean, I had three people in a week. Oh, yeah. Guy ran a red light, T-boned me. Oh, yeah. Three I people in one week. Up. Yeah. Gal told me she woke up in the ambulance out cold. Wow. But you have to factor in the people have no idea when it rains here how what they're doing. And then the chances only happen a couple of times in 20 years. But if it snows. People totally get panic. Get out of here. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, am I on something or onto something? It's much worse to put ketchup on a steak than ketchup on a hot dog. Well, you're definitely on something. First of all, it's acceptable to put ketchup on a hot dog. Well, it depends what you ask. That's okay. That's, uh, I know. The form of it. I'm going to need security leaving here after I say that because uh, people don't like that. But right. you no, know, you can't. I mean, where? Where? Like, are you? You telling me you're going to go to a steakhouse? And oh, by the way, can I get a side of ketchup for my? I was at Char- what's it Charlie Palmer's? What's it called? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was there. But the, the, the gal, the couple next to me, she called. Can I get the ketchup? That's like $80, $90 a steak at that place. Sure. And I know and she's calling for the ketchup. And the X used to always get the A1. I used to cower in the corner, but it's like, what am I going to do? She's the X for a reason, evidently. <laughs> uh, I know several now nowadays. Well, she knows. She goes, I know, I know. I go, what, you're getting it well done? You're getting A1? What the yeah. hell are you doing? You, re- you embarrass me some in public. Res- I'm a public figure. Yeah, some some chefs nowadays will say, nope, sorry, it's we don't have it. Yeah. You can't get it. This, or they the, recommend their this, sauce. Yeah, like this, at Andiamo, they have the zip sauce, which a, is And dynamic. this is how the chef has prepared it, so this is what. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've told you that before. They like, did that to Chris Weber. They laughed at it. Oh, they did, yeah. No, we're not doing it. No. No. Yeah. You go somewhere else, buddy. Uh, last one here. Losing Aaron Judge in free agency will hurt much worse than not winning the World Series for Yankees fans. On something, onto something. Oh, absolutely. Uh, onto something. Oh, sure. That I, I, who, I don't. Th- I don't expect them to beat Houston. If they lose Judge, that's a disaster. Yeah. Oh, forget you, it. You, you can live another year They're without not, winning. I don't expect them to. They'll be lucky to win a series. I mean, it depends how things break, but if they face a Toronto or something, I have to look at the, well, this, how the seedings work. But well, the reason they're why not beating, they're not beating Houston, but if they and, and he goes to Boston or the Mets, oh boy, which far fetched maybe, but and he might do it out of spite. I know he, he bet on himself, but if you watch that great documentary on Jeter, Cashman pissed him off. I mean, Jeter asked him the question. Well, we the other guys are out, and Jeter goes, "Name them who?" And he said, "Nomar and Tulo and uh, I can't remember who the other guy he mentioned." It pissed Jeter off. Yep. And it's like, this Cashman is bad news, man. Bad uh, I, news. I couldn't imagine what he's going to put together this season and you're not going to pay the guy. And he would walk. Imagine that scenario. Time now for the pro tip of the hour. Uh, we would say here, don't be teaser happy. Check the payout on a money line parlay before teasing favorites down. I do that every single time before I put in a teaser if it involves favorites. If I'm teasing them down from 7.5 to 1.5 or 8.5 to 2.5, I always check the payout on the money line parlay first. That's the pro tip of the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day, and they're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com 
where you can sort them by sport and by show. Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports, coming up next. Um, he covers college football. How many ranked teams are in trouble this weekend? baby and you're just lying there watching on the couch uh-uh that's not gonna cut it you need to get in the game with Bet Rivers Sportsbook there you go now you're live in the action live in game bets live player props live player props live player props live play- there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with call she maybe you have a thought on tiktok will congress ban it or won't they will taylor swift's album be album of the year what about biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more you can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct twenty dollar bonus if you go to callshecom slash follow the money spelled k-a-l-s-h-i and deposit fifty dollars there is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments see further disclosures at callshe.com at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen wolf And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.